Thank you all for joining us in our online service. I'm happy that you join us. Thank you for watching us. And before I start, I want just to, to read a verse that talks about our faithfulness and about our tithes and offerings. The Bible says, no one, Deuteronomy 16, 16 and 17 says, no one should appear before the Lord empty-handed. Each one of you must bring a gift in proportion the way the Lord your God has blessed you. My brothers, even we are not going coming to church, we are going to God's presence every day. And the Bible says for us not go before the Lord with empty hands. Or we should give him what belongs to him. And I challenge all of you like to be faithful to God in your, in your tithes and offerings. And also you can give your envelope to one of our leaders, the cell meeting leaders, or also to one of the pastors. Or maybe you can lodge, lodge the, the money to our church bank account. Okay? The bank account is... In, is on the video, okay? And you can log into our bank account, okay? God bless you. Now, we are going to start uh, this preaching, and I am sure that God has a, a powerful word to speak into your heart. And also, to, I started two weeks ago a series of messages called The Secret Place. And, and this series, it's very important because talk about our life with God. And I want, before we start, I want to just to remind what I, I, I spoke in, this, in the first message. The first message I gave you, maybe you do not remember, it was treasures treasures from the secret place do you remember this message I spoke how are you building your spiritual life also without intimacy with Jesus everything you, build, you are building is wood, hay and straw and one day we will become ashes but building with gold, silver, and precious stones means building your secret place. For our work, what we are doing here on earth for, for God to have significance in eternity, it must come out of our secret place. This is because it's so important, this message that you are receiving. And also I said, God, God has one assignment for you to fulfill. Are you fulfilling God's assignment here on earth? Or are you running for your own business? The second message of this series uh, was building your life in intimacy with the Holy Spirit. And I spoke that you are saved 
to write your own story together with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Salvation is not only getting a ticket to heaven when you die. Salvation is, salvation is I am born again through the Holy Spirit, which enables me to live a supernatural life. Wow. We were saved to live like Jesus lived. You and I were saved to be a copy of Jesus on earth. Also, Jesus Christ came to this earth, this earth as a man. And, and as a man, he received the Holy Spirit. And, and Jesus came here as a God. And he was anointed with the Holy Spirit. And by the Holy Spirit. And this same Spirit is over me and over you and over the church. And he empowers to heal and deliver all who are under the power of the devil. Your calling is to manifest the life of Christ. Wherever you go, and it should be a light in the darkness. This is your calling. And your ministry and your calling is not only go to church, but your calling is in your job, in your company, in your work, in your school, in your college, on the streets. Our calling is to love God, love people, and make disciples. And today's message, now we are going to start this message of today. I was just remembering you some points of the, the, these two last messages. But today's message is the purpose of intimacy. Wow. The purpose of intimacy. Why do you need to have intimacy? With God. This message could be one of the most important messages that you have received in your life. Because if you do not develop this intimacy, what I am talking about, you are going through this life and you are going to miss the most important reason for which God created you. Did you realize that God's purpose is to reflect His life into your life? Did you know? Because He wants to make history with you. And you can only make history with Him in the secret place. Not in public, but in the secret place. This is the reason of this serious intimacy with God. Your, and also your story with Him is only shaped in your quiet time with God. We can build our own story with Him through intimacy. 
intimate relationship with Him should be our highest priority and it demands something from us. The Bible shows us that it's very dangerous for a Christian to be in church but not to be in intimacy with God. Did you know? It's, it's dangerous. It, it's not Pastor Marshall that's saying. The Bible says it's dangerous for you to be in church but to not have intimacy with, with God. And I want to, in Matthew 25, verse from 1 to 12, there you can, I'm not going to read all this verse, but there you are going to see that the parable of the ten virgins that went out to meet the bridegroom. I think maybe you can read later at home, okay? And there talks about of ten virgins that went out to meet the bridegroom. In this text, we are the virgins, okay? We are. The ten virgins there represent the entire church. In that parable, all the ten virgins are the entire church of God. Who is the bridegroom? I think you know Jesus Christ. I love this parallel that the Bible always teaches us. One bridegroom and a virgin. Wow. This is a beautiful picture. And this picture is about Jesus and the church. Could you tell me, please, what can a bridegroom ex expect from a bride? What can a bridegroom expect from a bride? What? He wants to have intimacy with her. And I want to read now some verse that scare me. Because now we are going to see that part of the church, they are going to be outside. They are not going to enter in the kingdom. Let's read Matthew 25, verse 10 to 12. That says, But while they were on their way to buy oil. The bridegroom arrived. The ten virgins who were read, ready went in him with him to the wedding banquet. Wow. And the door was shut. Later, the waters also came. Knocking and says, Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I don't know you. I don't know you. How can you know someone? 
My brothers, it's very dangerous to be in church, but not to be in intimacy with God. This is the reason I said that this message, message today is so important for your life. Here the door was shut for the same virgins that were waiting for the bridegroom. And they did not enter into the kingdom of God. Did you remember Matthew 6, 6? What it's written? <laughs> Jesus said, when you pray, enter into your room and close the door. And your father who is in the secret place is going to listen to you. He's going to find you in the secret place. And I, I am here to say to you, if you do not have today a secret place, if you do not enter in the secret place and close the door, the door will be closed for you in the future. And it's not Pastor Marshall that is saying this. It was Jesus that said, he said, I don't know you. And the door was shut and they didn't enter in the kingdom of God. Why? Because they were sinning. They were doing wrong things. No, because they had no oil in their lamps. They had no the anoint of the Holy Spirit. They were not in fire. And now it's time for you to buy this oil. Today is the time for you go, to go into your room and to fill with this oil and to be prepared when our bridegroom is coming to receive us. What does it mean to have one intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit? I am speaking for, this is the third week. And what does it mean to have this intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit? Men would ask, how can I, pastor, a sinner, to have one intimate relationship with a holy God? How? Is it possible? Yes, it is. Because Jesus Open this door, dying for us on the cross. And now through the Holy Spirit who lives in me and in you, we can have intimacy with God. Yes, Jesus opened this door. And now I can enter into the presence of the Holy One through the blood of Jesus Christ. My brothers, just being saved is not enough. Just going to church is not enough. Christianity is not religion. It's a relationship. And how is your relationship with your father? How is your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Because now the one who lives in you is the Holy Spirit. 
Because the Father, I, I, I told you last message, the Father is in the throne. Jesus was here. And Jesus said, I'm going to the Father, but I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. And he will live in you. And he is going to help you. And he lives in me. And how is your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Everybody, my brothers, have everybody has some relationship with God. Everybody, some. Because of who He is. Because God, He is the creator of the world. He is the sovereign ruler of this entire universe. He is the sustainer of everything. He is the judge of all mankind. And sorry to say, if you do not believe in God, or if you, do, if you believe in God or not, it makes no difference. Because He is God. And He still is God. But... Your relationship with Him makes all difference for you and for your life because He is still God. <laughs> But your relationship with Him, if you give yourself to Him, to serve Him, is going to make a great difference in your life. But many people, even in churches, Have a distant relationship with God. Many people know the Bible. Know the principles of God. But they don't have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. I know many people, they can quote some verse by heart. They know how to walk, how to, as a Christian, but they do not have this intimacy relationship with the Holy Spirit. Many people, they are in church, but they do, don't have a life of prayer. They don't pursue and don't seek an intimate relationship with Him. If I ask you, about intimacy the majority think about physical intimacy or the majority think about sex intimacy is much more than that much more than sex this is the reason that many couples don't have a good relationship and a good life together they don't have a good life because they only want to satisfy themselves with the flesh and and they can what they can see touch and feel but what is really intimacy intimacy my brothers talk about closeness unity being open honest being who we are let's see how the spiritual relationship has to be 
Let's, let's read. There is a man in the Bible that he loved God. And I want to read about him. And this, this man's name is David. Psalm 63 from 1 to 8. <laughs> this is what is intimacy. A great relationship. 63, 63 verse 1 says, God, you are my God. I am, I am searching so hard to find you. Body and soul. I thirst for you in this dry and weary land without water. Yes, I have seen you in the temple. I have, I have seen your strength and glory. Wow. Your faithful love is better than life. So my lips praise you. When I sit down to satisfy my hunger, my joyful lips hunger to praise you. I remember you while lying on my bed. I think about you in the middle of the night. <laughs> Can you imagine? You are sleeping. Suddenly, I start thinking and remembering about God in the middle of the night. And sometimes I have this experience. I am sleeping. Suddenly, I wake up and say, oh, God, I love you. Oh, God, you are my God. It's what David was saying. I remember you while laying in my bed. I think about you in the middle of the night. That is because you are the one who helps me. It makes me happy to be under your protection. I stay close to you. And you hold me with your powerful arm. Wow. Here is a man in love with God. When I am reading... Is a man in love with his bridegroom. <laughs> and here he's saying, You are my God, Father. Earnestly I seek you. I'm thirst for you. I am hunger for you. I need you. And he's screaming, saying, I need you. I am yearning for the Almighty God. My brother, this is a spiritual intimate relationship. Because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And how should be our relationship with Him, this beautiful person that lives inside of us? And we have the privilege and the power to relate with the Spirit of God. When we submit in love, we can relate 
Fui ferrendo. Intimacy. Intimacy means here is my heart, God. Here is my soul. Here is my spirit. Here is my desires. Here is my dreams. Everything that I am, I surrender. I surrender and there is nothing I am holding back from you. This is intimacy. One example, my brothers, about the relationship is the relationship between a husband and wife. If you don't trust each other, you cannot have one intimate and close relationship. If you don't trust, you cannot have. You can have physical relationship. With, we can have physical relationship, but not intimate relationship. It's only superficial relationship. Intimacy is much more. It's much more. Intimacy relationship is total openness, total surrender, total willingness. Because you give yourself and say, I belong to you, you belong to me, you are in love. I have nothing to hide from you. I open my heart, I confess all, all my, my mistakes. This is a true relationship, intimacy relationship. If I ask you a question, and also before, if we trust Him, if we trust Him, I will obey Him. If I trust Him, I obey Him. If I obey Him, it's because I love Him. Okay? And the question I want to ask you, do you really have one intimate relationship with him? This preaching is so important, my brothers. Do you have? Do you really trust him? Because if you trust him, you will obey him. If you obey him, it's because you love him. Let's read another verse. Psalm 42, 1 and 2. That says, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you. Wow. My God. My soul thirsts for God. For the living God. When I go and meet with God. Here David again say. My soul thirsts for you. Oh God. For the living God. He was like desiring to meet with him. Maybe he was walking on the streets or maybe he was doing something. But he said, 
I want to go and to meet with you, God. This is a beautiful relationship of intimacy. And here is an indication of a loving relationship with God. Could you say, could you say your soul thirsts, thirsts for Him? Could you say that you hunger for Him? Could you say you truly love Him? Please answer these questions. Do you love Him? Do you hunger for Him? Is your soul thirsty? Thirsty. Oh. The Bible says, my brothers, if you love me, you will obey me. John 14, 23. John 14, verse 23. Jesus answered, All who love me, you obey my teachings. All who love me, will obey my teachings. My Father will love them. My Father and I will come to them and live with them. Wow! Can you see here uh, the loving relationship between you, Jesus, and God the Father? Did you see? because he said my father will love them my father and I will come to them and live with them wow my brother you cannot be satisfied just being in church you cannot be satisfied just being a church member Listening about God, listening to others telling you about God. That is not intimacy. I know it's good for you to listen to me today. But what you are listening today should bring you to the presence of God. I'm not here to say, Pastor Marshall has a good wor word. He's a, no. What, what you need to listen is, he gave me a word and because of that, I'm going to God's presence. I'm going to, to, to seek the Lord. Intimacy means that you are thirsty. Thirsty, you are hungry for more of Him. I want to know more of Him. I want to know, to know Him better. This is my desire, my brother. I'm not satisfied. I want to know more of Him. I want to know Him in a deeper and much deeper level. This is my desire. Because I'm not satisfied. Why? Because if you really love somebody, 
You want to know them. You want to please them. If you really love. Many people have a relationship with God. Not because they love God. It's because they need God. And this is so sad. Our relationship is not based in our love for Him. Because many people, they seek God because they need healing. Many people seek God because they want a better life. They seek God for their needs. Why are you seeking God? Why do you want the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life? Why? When intimacy, my brother, with the Lord is just for things. It's because you want to be, or because just because you want to be blessed. Or because you are seeking things. Then you have a, a professional intimacy with God. Or just you are seeking Him for interest. And we have a name for people who develop intimacy as an occupation. You know. You need to develop, my brothers, your intimacy with God, not, not just for the ministry, not just to seek blessings or to seek pro protection or to be ju just to be used by God. Many people seek God for their needs or just for miracles. It's like if you have a friend that's rich, famous, then you start using him to gain favor with others. What you are doing, you are prostituting the relationship because you are using that, that person. We need to engage with the person of the Holy Spirit because we want a deep relationship. I want to know Him because I am so thankful for what He did for me at the cross. My, my life was destroyed and He came to my life and He changed my life and He started writing a new story in my life. And this is the reason I want to have this intimate relationship with him. Because I really love him. What do we call people who are intimate as a profession? That's the point. The relationship with the Holy Spirit, my brothers, cannot be developed just by the purpose of blessings or for miracles or for the work of the ministry no if you are in love with, with someone you want to express what is inside 
Or intimacy is not just physical. No. Because in marriage, in marriage, you know, after years of marriage, our bodies grow old. And we get old. And the perfect body that was in the beginning changes dramatically and completely. If the relationship is based just in the physical thing, this is not intimacy. My last message that I gave, I said, if the only time we pray is when we have issues, we don't have intimacy with God. Intimacy with God is when we go to God, even if you don't have any shoes. That's intimacy. I need you, Father. I love you. And you go to his presence to declare your love. Intimacy with God is when, when you go to God, just declare how much he's important for you. If I ask you, do you pray? Yes or no? Do you pray? What do you pray for? My needs? I pray for friends, sickness, family. When you pray, how long do you pray? How long after you finish talking? Do you listen? How long after you finish talking do you listen? You see? You cannot have intimacy if you do all the talking. It's impossible. I am married, I know what I'm talking, I'm I'm saying. It's impossible. You cannot have intimacy if you do all the talking. If you are married, if you have a dear friend and she does all the talking on and on and on and, 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 the, and also the person has no the chance to say anything, what happens at the end? When just speaking, 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 and the another one has no the chance to speak. What happened? You are showing that you are not interested what he has to say to you. Then, my brothers, do we need to expect God that he, because he, he wants to speak to us? And do we, and we really need to expect to listen from God after we pray. Did you know? Sometimes I go to God's presence. In the beginning, I start talking, speaking. Sometimes just crying. But always the best is at the end, always. When I finish talking and, and be silent, Mm, then start speaking. 
Or this is the best time when we get silent. Then I receive answers. My heart is relieved. I get peace. Sometimes I have visions. I receive the word of God for my preachings. It's interesting. Normally, when I am reading the Bible, I don't receive the word to preach. No. Most of time, I receive the word for me to preach in my quiet time when I'm praying. Most of time I am praying, suddenly God starts speaking, then comes all the words for me to preach. Not when I am reading, the Bible is coming to my heart, I become filled, but when I'm going to pray in my quiet time, then God starts speaking. You cannot have one intimate relationship with someone if you do not listen to them. Okay? You cannot have one intimate relationship with someone if you do not listen to them. How do you know their heart, their pain, their needs, their desires if you never listen? Everybody wants to be listened to. Everybody. And you need to give him time to speak because he speaks. He speaks. Give time to God. Remember, God created us to have one intimate relationship with him. God created us to have one intimate relationship with him. We are the only part of all creation he can have a relationship with. The only part. I can guarantee you, he speaks. Of course, if you start going to God's presence, maybe you are not going to listen the first time, second, or... But... At the, at the end or after some period you are, going to, you are going to start receiving from God and my next message I'm going to give you a practical ways practical tips how can you listen God it's going to be the next message because I'm not going to finish today <laughs> because many people say I want to hear God I want to read the Bible, but I don't have time. This is my problem. <laughs> Many people say, I want, to, I want to listen, my God. I know I should spend more time in prayer. I know, but I don't have time. I don't have time for, for prayer. Think what did you say? Just think. You are saying to, to the God of the universe, the creator of your life, that you don't have time for him. This is what you are saying. To have a relationship with him takes time. 
it doesn't happen overnight, but it grows every day. My brothers, only God can satisfy human life. But many people, they are trying to fulfill this place of intimacy with something else. And it doesn't work. So many people in depression, so many people with sadness. Or, but you are looking for so many things. And it's not going to work because you were created to have a relationship with Him. You can put a lot of things, but it doesn't work. What is more important than a personal relationship with Him? What is more important? God is waiting for you in the secret place. God is waiting for you because He loves you. And I want to challenge you today, finishing this word. If you abandoned your life of prayer, please come back. Please come back. God is waiting for you. He wants to meet you in the secret place. Wow. Like David, my soul is thirst for you. I am hunger for your presence, Father. When I go to meet with you, Father, wow, renew your love with Him. And I'm going to finish this preaching next week. But close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. And I want to pray for you right now. Because God is waiting for your answer. Maybe you abandon the prayer meetings. My brothers, we have even prayer meetings online in the church. And many people, they are on their house, in home. But they don't go online even for prayers. Sorry, this is a shame. I can see many people, they say prayer not important how cannot be important be careful because one day the door can be shut before you the Bible says and we need to repent and we need to restore our relationship with God if eyes closed father I pray for all my brothers and sisters bless their lives Anoint their lives, Father. Help them, Father, to fulfill their calling, Father. And our calling, Father, is in the secret place, Father. Father, those who stopped praying, fasting, seeking your face, Father, can repent and know that you are waiting for them in the secret place. In that place, they are going to speak and they're going to listen from you. They're going to listen from your word, Father. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus and I bless all my brothers and sisters in Jesus' name. My brothers, please go to your secret place. Do something practical after this word. In Jesus' name, I ask you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make 
and make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, God bless you.